Hey, this is Laura Whitmore with the She Rocks podcast, and today I'm talking to Monique DeBose. How are you? I am alive. <laughs> I'm alive, Laura. You're alive. <laughs> I'm happy that you yeah. are. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, there's just so many pieces to like be holding at this point in life, so that's yeah. my best answer today. Well, that's a, that's a positive answer. Because your answer could have been like, oh, I'm like dealing with a lot of stuff or, but you know, alive is thinking forward. I feel <laughs> I'm going to go with that. <laughs> Good. I'll take it. Thanks. So I want to start off by talking about your new song more because I watched your video. I love your song. I love your video. I, I just want to know, is that your house in the video? Because I, I want to come visit you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not my house. Um, it's a cute little house though here in LA and the guy, uh, rented a lot for location shoots. And so funny, as soon as I did that video shoot, like two days later, I saw another woman with her cute little family at this gorgeous house. And I was like, wait, that's my house from the video. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> two days later. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, I will, I haven't seen that house anywhere and I thought it was really cool. I thought the setting was cool. I thought the song message was cool. So can you just share a little bit about the song and what you were, what your thoughts were as you were working on that? I wrote that song actually about 14 years ago and I have performed it live, uh, kind of in a different way, just me and a guitar, um, and a little bit faster, but I've never recorded it and I don't know why. Like hmm. when I look back, I'm not sure why I never recorded it. Cause it's like one of my favorite songs that I've written. Um, it's, it's such an inspiring anthem for me and for women to just remember, we get to choose more in life. We don't have to choose, you know, like, Oh, there's a bunch of crap going on. No, I'm choosing. I'm yeah. alive. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that song is an anthem. It's, uh, a woman's empowerment song. It's the song I, you know, put on when I'm putting on makeup, trying to go somewhere before we were all on lockdown. Um, just a really inspiring uh, song for me. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that, how it's, it just shares this idea that it's okay to give yourself permission to want more. And I think a lot of times, especially as women, we're taught to just accept like what we, what we have or, be careful because if you don't appreciate it you might have worse you know right or uh if we ask for more or even you know go out into the world to get and create more for ourselves um there's danger in that or mm. you may have to pay somebody back or you have to compromise yourself and this song is really about uh, a woman who, you know, used to choose fear and doubt and just anger because she didn't know what to do with like this short sightedness. And she's just saying, I need to take a minute. Yeah. And I'm about to own myself. So, yeah, I mean, I love that idea. And, and I think, you know, sometimes if you go, if you approach the world with this idea that maybe there's more, like more comes to you. It's like a weird, like, you know. I don't know. What do you call it? Catch 22 kind of <laughs> scenario. Well, I agree with you hundred you know. percent. It's like your mindset. If yeah. you're willing to like expect more and, and see that there's more available for you, then it shows up. And I think it's an energetic. So I really believe in all that stuff. So yeah, if people, cause I've watched it, I've seen people just walk around the planet with 
expectation that people are going to say yes to them. Yeah. And I walked in shock and awe because I'm like, man, that is not how I've walked around the planet. Yeah. I mean, most (laughs) of us don't. Most of us walk around with the, oh, all that'll never happen or I can't do that or I tried that once and it didn't work or any of those things, you know. And uh, I do feel like there's power in that thought that, you know, hey, what's the worst thing that could happen? I should just, you know, try it, expect something different and see what happens, you know. Um, If we're willing to ask for or expect and go out and get, I think there's a higher probability that life is just going to be so much more rich and full. Yeah, yeah, agree. I offer this to every woman and any man, because we're all feminine and masculine energy, like any man who like also feels like he needs to be inspired to like ask for more or have more in his life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving that thought. (laughs) As a matter of fact, it makes me want to ask for more today. (laughs) Well, what would you like more of? What would you like if in this moment I choose more what? What would you choose more of? I think my problem is that, I mean, this is good and bad, right? Like you say yes to a lot of opportunities and that leaves you with no time for, Mm. I guess, space in your life mental space you know physical space and so I sort of feel yeah. like I probably could use more of that but I also love Got doing it. lots of crazy stuff but um yeah sometimes I just want to sit for a whole day and read a book and that is rare oh, that sounds like heaven <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm a mom of two kids two little kids a nine-year-old and a six-year-old and we're at home with like distance learning Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really, you know, working deeply in my art in these moments. So it's like, I would love to just sit on my butt. I don't even need the book. <laughs> you don't I need the book. <laughs> no. <laughs> How about you? What would you ask for more of? You can't take my idea though. You have to have your. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. My big sister is a gastroenterologist and she was like, I choose more sleep. And she just uh-huh. had like a very dead man face. I was like, I get it. <laughs> uh, um, I choose more. Um, I choose more confident. Mm. I feel like that is what I would choose more of because I, I, I'm a bold person and I also am deeply insecure. So I live with that, that duality a lot. So I choose more confident. I feel like you can learn confidence. So I, I, I have confidence that you will become more confident. <laughs> <laughs> You know, what's so funny is my husband is a success coach and, um, yeah, he's Wait, like, your husband is a success is a... coach and you need more confidence. I know. I know. You he never want to get on that. by your husband. <laughs> you never want to be coached by your husband. It ruins your sex life. That's true. Okay, I'm just yeah, going to yeah, say yeah, that yeah, first yeah, and foremost. Especially about confidence, you know? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, one of the things he does say is confidence is, um, a result. Yeah, uh, it's not it's not what we have at first. So, um, yeah, I choose more confidence. I I'm like sticking that. to my answer. Okay, okay, I, I'm I'm with you. I think a lot of people would like more confidence. I think, and I also feel like there's some things we're confident about, and then there's other things where we're just totally. I mean, I talk to people at the top of their game. They all have insecurities about something, you know. Yep. So, I guess we're all 100%. dealing with that in some way. 
Um, let's talk a bit about your song Rally Call because that is just so powerful and it seemed to have like struck a chord, so to speak, in in what's happening in the world <laughs> today. <laughs> um, yeah. Can you share a little bit about it and about your inspiration for it? Sure. Yeah, Rally Call, um, I wrote with two amazing songwriting brothers, um, Isaac and Torald Corrin. Um, and that song is, it literally is a song to summon the troops. It's a song for anybody who has felt disenfranchised, anybody who's been oppressed, anybody who has waited for permission. There's kind of a theme in a lot of what I write, like just owning yourself, yeah. really, you know, writing your own permission slip. Um, but for people who have um, been told they have to wait or erase themselves so that a narrative can continu continue. Mm. And it's, speci it's specific to what's going on with Black people in the United States for multiple generations of erase yourself so that we can continue with this narrative of um, a, really a narrative that was designed for white male yeah. wealthy people that's really the yeah. truth of it so i mean rally call really is it's for anybody who um really knows they want to take a stand um and that can be as big as changing you know the laws of our country and the way things happen and it can be as small as no i am going to wear my hair out and curly today yeah. because i don't want to worry about like i don't want to worry or change myself so that somebody else who doesn't have my kind of hair, you know, is perplexed and feels like I'm messy. Like it, it can be that big, that small, but just owning yourself and not asking for permission. And the song has had came out late at the very end of August and it's had over 155,000 views on YouTube, which to me as an independent artist is phenomenal. Yeah. And that tells me that it's, it's touching people yeah. and that means a lot. Yeah, definitely resonating. I mean, it's interesting for me, like, I think a lot of us don't know what it's like to worry about, like, if I don't wear, if I wear my hair like this today, that it could affect something negative for me as I'm perceived in the world. Like, I, I think, I think it's, I mean, I think a lot of more people, more people are open to trying to understand that concept. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I think, you know, even as, as women too, like, I'm so glad that this is part of the conversation now that we can sit there and go, yeah, yeah, yeah guys, you don't know, like every day there's something, there's some micro aggression or micro harassment yeah. <laughs> that we experience yeah, or that we like walk a little faster or clutch our bag a little tighter or close our jacket or whatever, because it's instinctual in us to have to do that. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I grew up, my mom is a white Irish Catholic American woman. Uh, and my grandpa on my mom's side, uh, was a mechanical and aeronautical engineer and has a plane that he worked on and helped design that like lives in the Smithsonian, the Bell wow. X one. So I come from that. And then my dad's side of the family my dad uh, is a black man from segregated North Carolina, and he was the first in his family, uh, his nuclear family, to like uh, graduate from college. Mm -hmm. My granddaddy on that side, you know, had like a seventh grade education and was a longshoreman, which was a great job back then for black men. 
Um, and my grandma was a, a domestic worker or a maid. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I come from these two very unique and different and yet very American. Like, yeah. it's the fabric of yeah. America. Um, so, um, I've lived in such an interesting Face. I've had such an interesting seat at the table right. um, of being able to witness life uh, in, I just say, black world and life in white world. And hmm. obviously there are different, you know, multiple uh, examples and variations of that. But I've had that unique experience of being able to really be in those worlds in an intimate way. Um, so just noticing inside my like all the ways I like hide or compartmentalize or erase because I know when I'm over here this is acceptable and I can be that and when I'm over here this is acceptable and I can be that so that's for me as a mixed person or somebody you know multiple uh, uh, multicultural Um, and so just knowing that you know so many African-American people walk around every day, the successful people, the poor people, the mm-hmm. educated people, the uneducated, like walk around with certain things that are just uh, unconscious at this point, perhaps, yeah. Yeah. of like ways of behaving when in the world. Yeah. That are exhausting. Right. So that is really what that song <laughs> speaks to, yes. too. Like all the explanation yeah. was exhausting. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, that must be, I mean, just thinking about your place in between those worlds feels exhausting. Is it exhausting or or liberating? Like how, or both? Well, it's (laughs) it's been both. It it really has been both. It's like, it depends on how you approach it. Um, Right. So for, from the beginning, it was like, okay, I want to be accepted. So all, I'm happy to erase this part of myself because that gives me this or, oh yeah, okay, I'll, I'll accentuate this part of myself because that gets me this. And I feel like we all go through this on some level, but mine was just much more in my face. Um, and then that was exhausting. I got to a point where I actually was given the diagnosis of a desmoid tumor in my abdominal wall. Hmm. And instead of actually getting it cut out or instead of being on pharmaceuticals for the rest of my life, I actually started dialoguing with the tumor. I was like, uh-huh. what are you here for? What do you need to teach me? And it was powerful. That tumor had so much to tell me. It was like, you have been erasing yourself and hiding yourself because huh. you're worried that you'll upset people or you'll hurt people. And you have all this energy and you have so much to express, but it has nowhere to go. So I am it. Wow. So once I was willing to be in that space and have that conversation, I created my show, Mulatto Math, Summing Up the Race Equation in America, which did a really great job of entertaining and educating um, and then I also wrote a ton of music and some of that music, one of the songs was Rally Call. Right. It was like, I'm no longer hiding myself. I'm no longer waiting for someone else to give me permission. So it's become liberating, but it's been a journey. You know, everybody has their journey. Well, I feel inspired by your story because I, I think some people never face their journey and it's hard, right? <laughs> Yeah, and sometimes we're, sometimes we're punished for facing that. So it's you know, it takes a lot of strength, I think, to power through. It does through that. There were moments when I was writing uh, the play, the Mulatto Mask, where I literally was typing at the keyboard um, what was coming out, and I was like, inside my head, I was like, I cannot say that in public. <laughs> but then I would hear the voice of the tumor being like. 
can we curse on this on this podcast? You can curse. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> I could hear the tumor being, you know, in a, in, in, a, in a loving way, just like, bitch, shut up. You have to write this. And so I'd be crying, actually typing, just like, oh, I'm going to die from this. But it was actually very liberating. Yeah. It was horrifically scary. But it also really put in motion a lot of conversations in my own family, but in all the families of the people who came to witness and experience the show. Yeah, so interesting. it was yeah. extremely liberating. I think too, like, and that's my hope with the music. Right, too. That's right. my hope with the music. Yeah. Or, or like you did a play or any creative work that really exposes something personal about yourself. It's so terrifying. And then typically once you share it, it's okay. Like it's, it, it like brings people closer to you instead of pushing them away in certain ways. So it's, it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting phenomenon, how, how horribly terrifying it is. And then, but it really becomes more meaningful. You know, what is also really interesting. I just want to add that other piece of, there were some people who were, you know, who were like, Hmm. Your yeah, story was good. <laughs> or one, I remember one mixed woman uh, who, whose mom was also white. She was like, well, you know, that's your story because my mom was woke. And I'm like, okay. But in wow. that, it's like a whole new skin is like um, mm-hmm. grown. So, as I mean, some of the stuff we fear like really does show up. But the beauty is, is that we still survive. And that is very liberating and exciting. It is. And it makes you, I mean, it makes it, I don't know if I want to say easier, but it makes you think that you have a chance of success the next time. Absolutely. Too, because you lived through that. Nobody died. And you, you came out the other side, hopefully learning something or growing in some way. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, definitely um, terrifying. But look, it brought this amazing music to the world. So thank you, Tumor. (laughs) (laughs) How are you now? Well, you know, the beautiful thing is that I've never done any, um, sorry, I never, I've never done any of the options that they offered and it's continued to shrink. Like I have a test every year and it just continues to shrink. And to me, that is like, a miracle we that's amazing when we can really get in alignment and get on our path I feel like that is when we have our best health we have our best experiences yeah Yeah. I feel like there's so many like planes of things going on in the world that we don't understand or tap into or realize and like this idea of talking to your tumor or healing yourself in some way like, I don't think we understand all of the, how the energies in the world interact Yeah, well, with each other and with us. <laughs> I agree with you. Like, we don't. And when no. I did that, like I said earlier, my sister uh, is a doctor and I have a lot of a sister-in-law who's a doctor and a lot of girlfriends who are doctors who are like, what are you doing? Like, you need mm-hmm. to be smart about this. So that in itself was really hard because when yeah. we are willing to yeah. listen to that voice within uh, it really does take a lot of courage because well-meaning, loving people are also, you know, 
have a certain mindset sometimes that is not in alignment with your own. And so how do you stay strong when you yourself don't even know, but you're just knowing that you're being told to do this some way? It's a powerful experience. It really, it really yeah, is. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's really hard with medical stuff too. Because, I mean, my own experience is a lot of times physicians make assumptions because you're a woman. Mm-hmm. And I've had lots of, like, negative <laughs> things happen by being pushed off and being, oh, it's all in your head. Or, oh, it's not that yep. bad. Or, or what have you. And, um, you know, it's really hard to stand up for yourself and be like, no, I'm telling you, like, this is a problem. Right. Help me. <laughs> for real. That's a big deal. And you just so, made yeah. me actually think, too, of, like, uh, black women in childbirth are have the most trouble, mm-hmm. and it's because yeah, there's like just been proof that um, doctors in general do not listen or yeah. respect the yeah. feelings or the information coming from black women. So women, black women, like it's just it's it's a real it's a real issue. So yeah, it's a real issue, yeah. and. Um... I think the only way to to create change there is to do things like this, talk about it, be creative, put it out into the world and, you know, try to get people to realize like this happens because yeah. it's I think it's it's not just an issue. It's like a very, very pervasive issue that's not Done. discussed. Yeah. Well, I did not know we and would it's... be talking about this today. So that's really exciting. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> But as I was thinking, well, typically I'm like, where are we going? Yeah. <laughs> as I was thinking, yeah. I was like, you know, it is actually really relevant because all of the music um, really is about my own journey um, in owning mm-hmm. myself, in really like living my best life, in really uh, speaking to the things that hinder me uh, or that trouble me. So it makes sense that all of this is in the conversation as well, because this has all been part of yeah, the journey yeah. of the creativity. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, I think that's, that's awesome that you can use your art to sort of, you know, evolve in that way and, yeah. and bring us along for the ride. It's a good thing. <laughs> so what's next for you? Do you have more music? I do have more music. Um, my plan Ooh. is to release a full album project hopefully in the first quarter of 2021. So um, Mm -hmm. we're in the process of getting those pieces all in alignment. Um, And I mean, my grand vision is (laughs) to um, really create um, uh, music, um, uh, theater performances, digital content, uh, all around this theme of, speaking truth, owning yourself Mm -hmm. in a fun and creative way. My vision is like to ultimately have like the Carol Burnett show, but the Monique DeBose show. And there's some fun, there's some (laughs) funny stuff. There's some, you know, um, intimate, you know, reality TV of following my like very mixed family. There's great interviews. There's great musical performances and just like it all lives in under one house. So that's my grand vision. I love that vision. Thank you. Because, I, I mean, I, I can picture it now because I love Carol Burnett. Oh, I love funny. <laughs> and, and, like, sort of evolving that into, into like, a more, um, I don't know what to call it, modern and, like, open for conversation kind of 
platform. I think that's cool. Yeah. I mean, there could also like yeah. be a little segment every every episode where it's like we talk about let, let's talk to the tumor, <laughs> or we talk about like <laughs> cool ways that aren't in the you know traditional norm of like how to like live your best life. So, and yeah. you know, it's possible. I think you need to give us all tips on how to do that. Oh, I, I I would like, love to like and <laughs> and your segment with your you know how um, um who was it Bill Maher does the new rules uh-huh. his rules. At the end of every segment, so you need to have your um, this week's tips for here's the here's like one thing you should do this week and report back. There you go. <laughs> I, I, I would love I would love well, to do that. Yeah, that's so fun. Um, well, well, it's been so great to talk to you and, and really great to meet yeah, you. Yeah, same. It's been really um, nice. We'll be sharing you. your links and your music and and yeah, keep us posted on when you. I want to know when your show's ready to go. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's been really wonderful talking with you. You have a, such a like nice, calm energy. It's just really beautiful. So thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's always my like. I, I'm always like, how do I get like a little deeper than just talking about the song? Yeah. You know? so well, we mission we accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Thanks so much, and and you have a great day. Thanks. Okay. Take care.